Welcome back. This is episode 34 of Music City Horror. Uh, man down, like we happen so very often. Uh, but we do have Kayla, Lena, and Eli here. What's up? What's up? Hi, friends. I don't know, so, you, yeah. you guys, I've been trying to work on a name for our fan, or our listeners. And so far, I've come up with Music City Horror Explorer. <laughs> it doesn't really roll off yeah, the tongue like I thought it would, though. Yeah. It's a good it's start. A good start, yeah. If anyone has any ideas, let us know. Yeah. I mean, the first thing that came to my mind was Music City Horse, but that's a little bit different. <laughs> oh, I like that. Podcast have, yeah, I, I tend to just not want to call us whores. But, you know, that's the first thing yeah. that came to my mind was like, oh, this will work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I would probably get in the most trouble. With <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny when I say it. It's like you mean whore. girls. You know, it's, like, it's only funny when I say it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. So the, tonight's episode is another retro rewind. And we are going to talk about, um, I don't know whose idea it was of you two, but basically just a summer movie. Um, and we decided not to do Jaws. Um, I said Friday the 13th because obviously they're all at camp. So, um, but we figured that was a little overdone. So we are going with the 1997 classic or cult classic, however you look at it. I know what you did last summer. What? So yeah, that's what we'll talk about later. Um, for now, we'll talk about some current stuff going on. Um, I think the biggest thing, well, by the before the episode drops, as of now, uh, Child's Play. Um, have either you, you, you seen it? No, I'm hoping to go this weekend though. I am not the biggest child's play fan, so I'm just kind of waiting to hear lots of feedback from people to see what they think. I do like Aubrey Plaza though, so maybe she'll pull me to it, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hard call. I have to prepare myself for midsummer uh, next weekend, so prep. yeah, and I think. I think Midsummer and Annabelle Comes Home are both next weekend. Ooh. Oh, oh wow. So, um, yes. crazy. But Child's Play, I mean, the, we, we posted a video, or excuse me, I posted a video on Instagram. Um, I'm not trying to brag, I just want the number. Um, <laughs> um, 1,340 views. So, yeah. thank you. Nice. Thank you for um so yeah um thank you for that um also thanks for everybody that chimed in we posted a uh like a uh, make me choose two movies kind of a deal and a lot i mean some of them were like really hard um we had a lot <laughs> what was of, the hardest one? Oh man um there was one that i was about to answer but i couldn't it was evil dead or evil dead 2 that's yeah, hard that one was really oh. that's really hard um that is hard. Um, I mean, like, like the howling versus uh, American Werewolf in London. Ooh, yeah, that's another. One. Um, oh. There was a, a bunch of like, uh, um, you know, John Carpenter Escape from New York or John Carpenter The Thing. Um, 
this one was the singer alien was the hardest one for me because yeah. i dang, love those movies mm-hmm. yeah the the um our our friends at the uh half half-assed horror podcast i don't know if it was craig or one of the others but his was ghoulies two versus critters two and um, <laughs> yes. i was like shit that's a tough one <laughs> Um, <laughs> the thing or alien. Yeah. I gave the slight edge to the thing just because of the, um, the special effects work on that one. Um, uh, yeah. know, you know, shout out to uh, my little brother too, who asked, uh, the classic Hitchcock question, the birds or psycho, which uh, was, I know what he, I know that he loves Tibby Hedron so much. <laughs> so that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a good one. Though. But that was yeah. a good one too. Yeah, it was good. Um, so anyways, so thank you for that. Uh, we'll probably do more of that stuff. Just yeah, it was fun. Stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, child's play. Uh, I think if you're not a fan of it, you might actually like it more. I think the people that are fans are the ones that are pissed. Um, oh, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's not a straight remake. It's just kind of adapted from, I guess. Uh, the kind of the nuts and bolts are there, but I mean, um, without spoiling too much, it's not like a voodoo tale anymore. Um, and what I was telling a buddy, he didn't like it. Um, you know, to me, like the original kind of played into that whole 80s, you know, the devil panic of the 80s and, mm-hmm. you know, the mom against bad lyrics and all that stuff. And so that that the original movie was, you know, kind of part of that culture and that whole thing. And the new version basically grounds you in 2019. And it's, it's, it's a very um, modern take on it, I should say. But, cool. um, yeah, but, I mean, it was – I. I was not expecting to like it. And I mean, I think, I think I, I think I, I think I gave it the same rating I gave us. I think I gave it four stars. So, oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. yeah. So, so, I trust it was you. I, than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, some of it was, uh, you know, you could tell it's kind of tongue in cheek, but like I loved the cinematography, the way it was filmed. I mean, if you'd have told me, this was shot on film, I would have believed you. Like, it looks like something from, like, 1988. Oh, um, cool. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's just shots of, like, the hallway in the apartment and stuff, and it's just like, holy crap, like, how, how long did it take to set that up? And um, So, yeah, definitely recommend it. Um, the other thing, oh, we've kind of talked about it, but Nosferatu on AMC. Um, I don't think a lot of people are checking this one out. Um I think when when I bring it up to the your average person, most people have no idea one what it is and two um, that it's a show on AMC right now. Um, I'm one episode behind, but it's really good. I'm I'm, I'm actually surprised. Uh, AMC usually does pretty good with their adaptation. Yeah, I wonder if it's just um, summertime. If it's just like hard to gather probably. people in from the TV in the summer. Um, I don't know. I just always feel like TV shows tend to just go on break during summer or they have to be a huge thing like game of thrones or something for people to sit down and actually watch it they're already committed that's eh, kind of a tough yeah. one um so if one of y'all want to talk about midsummer i'm going to google something <gasps> okay so <laughs> midsummer comes out july 3rd and i am 
so excited, but also so terrified. And I want to see it really bad, but I also don't want to see it because I know it's just going to mess up my whole life. Yeah. (laughs) I know, me too. I don't even know, but I I know I have to go. What was the phrase you used? Reluctantly excited or when we were texting the other day? Oh, yeah. It summed it up so perfectly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, I kind of want to see it in the theaters just to add that level of messed upness, you know? Yes. Yeah. I want to watch it with other people. I want to see in the theater. Uh, I always like that feeling in the theater. Same with Hereditary, when everyone was terrified, but also confused and very stressed out. It's just a very unique experience that you don't really feel anywhere else. You know, anytime you're in a Uh movie theater, Mm -hmm. it's usually people laughing or it's an action movie. But something like that intense of a horror movie, you don't feel that very often. It's, yeah, yes, this is really special, but I'm excited to see what Ari Aster does. Um, yeah. yeah, Jordan Peele gave it very high claim. Oh, so, so yeah, those, oh, I can't are wait. Two, those are your two modern oh, horror yes. yeah. Um, so well, that's good that I'm I googled that because Midsummer is next mm-hmm. week, um, and then Annabelle Comes Home is this oh, week. Okay. Um, and evidently it's already, I guess they did a early screening or something like last night or whenever sometime this week and it it, it i mean it did like four or five million bucks on the like on a tuesday oh, night. Wow. so oh. um um i'm hearing well i i mean i knew that they were doing another one but like i i kind of just kind of put it out of my head and so i saw the trailer for it when i saw child's play and it looks awesome so um movies. one of the one of the little kids from uh, Haunting of Hill House. Yes, is that right? Netflix. Oh, is it the little boy? Um, I don't know. Is it because? Oh, no, okay. it's a girl. It's the girl. It's the girl who grows up to wear the oh, clothes. Okay. Yeah. Theo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, the one that looked like Sabrina. The one that I guess she was on a oh, Sabrina okay. episode because they. Looked I was uh, yeah. talking about um, Haunting of Hill House earlier today, and they were like, "Oh, the kids were so cute," and I was like, "I would die for baby Lynn." <laughs> <laughs> Die for that child. Hello, so sweet. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> so cute. But the uh, the a couple of the screen grabs I've seen for the Annabelle, it's I mean they're saying it's the best one wow. out of the three, and it's good. One of the strongest Conjuring films. So awesome. Who knows? Maybe maybe I that's hope a, so. the, the the second. I guess the last one, whatever that one was called. Yeah, the, what was it? Yeah, beginning. the beginning. Not so good. Uh, I saw that. So that was fun. Yeah. yeah. Just when um, I think they're gonna run they're gonna run out of stuff for that. You know, it, it surprises me every once in a while. So hopefully this yeah, will be that's good. that's one of those no matter how bad they might get, I'll still go see it. Because yeah. I love Annabelle. I mean they're well they're well done. I mean mm-hmm. they're um that whole universe um that James Wan had created is crazy. Um, the, oh, we posted this, I think, well, I get confused because this episode will drop on a Friday, but we're recording it before that. So anyways, we recorded, or we posted about, uh, Terrifier 2, um, in their Kickstarter and they funded it in one day. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I, uh, I saw they got so what? will be a Terrifier 2. I saw they got what, full the amount that they were going for something insane like that. So, ugh. 
So the last cool. I checked, um, the last I checked, it was like they were at a hundred. Um, I think their goal was fifty, which is pretty cheap for a horror movie. Um, let me see here. Congrats, David Howard Thornton, yeah. our, our buddy. Oh, I know. I'm excited <laughs> yes. for him. He's so great. I'll have to have him on the show again. Oh, he's so great. Yeah, as of, I don't know, six hours ago, they were at 104,000. Awesome. For a goal of 50,000, so they're 208%, 208% wow. of their goal. It's amazing. So I think, I think I read somewhere where if they get... Like at this point, everything like everything they get is just gravy. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that was David David Hasselhoff that fell. Off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm standing back oh, up. Good. There um, <laughs> yeah, they're they're just saying like at this point with movie, uh, everything is just gravy. So like they'll be able to do better special effects. Or I think one thing they said was, um, you know, like bring in a, a horror legend, you know, Tony Todd or somebody. Um, so. So, yeah, so um, if you go to our Instagram, it'll probably be gone by the time this airs, but um, you can check the link out um, and go, or just go to Kickstarter and look for Terrifier 2. Um, yeah, so two other kind of big announcements that hit in the last little bit. Um, Blumhouse is redoing Black Christmas. So this is the second remake of Black Christmas. Um, Why? <laughs> that's my only. Yeah. I, I'm excited because I I love the the first I have to love the original and the remake. So I'm curious what they're going to do with be, it. Maybe this or will be my year of like thinking everything is stupid and then being pleasantly surprised <laughs> <laughs> and proved wrong. So hopefully I'll hope for yeah. the best, but for now I'm like grouchy about it. <laughs> It's interesting they yeah, did that. Very bizarre. Yeah, and I, 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 I had no, I had no idea about it. And then they just put, they dropped the poster and yeah. like, oh, cool, see, see you December, whatever it is. Um, but I mean, Blumhouse is kind of like the authority mm-hmm. with horror right now. So, um, you know, Universal went to them for Halloween. So obviously, they trust their judgment. Speaking of that, they did confirm the the sequel for Halloween. Oh yeah. The, the one that just Woo-hoo. came out twenty. So that was like the worst <laughs> secret in the world. Um, everyone's having a field day with the. Um, I saw a poster today. It said Halloween three part two. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, um, okay. Or Halloween uh, Halloween two part three. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got this backwards. Because there's already been two <laughs> Halloween twos, and um, it was like the cur the curse of the revenge oh, of the return of my H2O. So, yeah. But um they also announced uh the long finished and long just kind of development hell uh scream season three will be um, they're moving it to VH1, and it'll air July 8th through July 10th. Um, they're doing it differently. Um, basically, they're going to do two hours of the show each night for three nights. So you get six you know, six hours of Scream. Um, they also, I guess they're bringing back the original Ghostface mask. Uh, the first two seasons, they had to do a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, did y'all watch that on, yes. on TV? Yes. Mm-hmm. Did y'all watch that? 
too. Yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed it. And is it streaming now? Or it was on Hulu, maybe? It was. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. I don't. I, haven't I thought it was it fun, you know, just to... I mean, for for just having something on TV, mm-hmm. it wasn't bad at all. Um, it was almost like... They could have just done an original mm-hmm. story. Like, I don't even know why they tied it to Scream. Right, you know? yeah. Like, Aside from the rec, you know, name recognition, I guess. But, um, you know, you have stories like that that'll, you know, just do this sharp right and have nothing to do with anything at all. But like, oh, but it's yeah. Friday the 13th, part 28 or whatever. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. why don't you just do a regular story and just be done with it? So, but anyways, finally out. Um, that'll be on VH1. Um, we talked about the three from hell trailer or no, we didn't. we're talking about it now and that finally dropped. And that's September. Um, I think they've hmm. confirmed that will be released in September. Um, I'm kind of like Kayla in this yes. one, I'm kind of cautiously optimistic. Um, I think it's like when Rob Zombie is like in his zone it's awesome, yeah. but then when I just, it's not, it's I really, really not. want some. I really yeah. want him to hire someone else to write his stuff and him direct because he's not a good writer and everyone knows it mm-hmm. and it just needs to be different. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everything else is just right. awesome. Like the music, the visuals just are the best, but all that dialogue is just, oh, mm-hmm. it's the worst. Um, but maybe he's gotten better. We'll see. <laughs> and some yeah. of them are better than others. Yeah, know. and there and there's, I mean, what was the, yeah. what was the last movie he did? Was it the Thirty One movie? Yeah, was I that? Think so. Yeah, that's kind of it. So that was a while ago. I mean, he's had however long that's been six, seven, eight years, whatever it is to to work on this one. So um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I would also be remiss if we didn't mention Stranger Things returning next week. Yeah, can't wait. Um, I don't know if I posted or not. I ordered the the new Coke (laughs) box set. Uh, I've been looking everywhere for them. Yeah, I guess they don't have them in stores. You had to go to, it was like coke.com slash store slash 1985. And I doubt they have them, but they do have some like, like, retro like 1985 shirts and i think they even had some stranger things shirts too um pretty dope. so yeah, <laughs> that's what hurts here. Um, <laughs> um they're also doing some um i saw that they're doing Cute. nike's doing some stranger things edition nike's oh. and um i think this season you're really gonna see like the merch onslaught like they had a pretty good relationship yeah. with um mm-hmm. target for season two and, um, but this, like, I just saw like, a, um, almost like a sprinkler, I guess, but it's a demigod <laughs> and it's like, you know, you put it outside and blow it up and it shoots oh, water cute. out of its mouth. So, uh, I think, like this season, you're really yeah, going to see stranger things and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Waffle, That's okay. It know, could be worse. Peanut butter and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Um, let's see. So I think, I think we're going to talk about this one day. We've threatened it. And when I put this in the group thing, Kayla was excited about it. 
maybe not this specifically, but, just, you know. but uh, they're releasing the Scooby Doo box set, and it comes in like a it's almost like a haunted mansion kind of a box setting, and um, they've got a new one, a new version of Scooby Doo coming out this fall, and just I know Weird best. Al's gonna be in it, like animated, so um, should be good. awesome. But but yeah, I mean Scooby Doo, you know, I think a lot of people overlook it just because of what it is but i mean oh yeah i definitely I mean, it wasn't scary but Scooby it was definitely kind of like spooky, our first yeah. you know if you really think about it the first exposure to kind of a horror setup that a lot of us had and you know people try to be cool and they're like oh the first horror mm-hmm. movie i saw was halloween yeah. and it's like no nope, first horror you saw was Scooby. <laughs> like, <laughs> nope, we all we all forget about Scooby. yeah but, yeah. yeah we uh yeah classic yeah Yes, and you were you were yes. you were scared yeah. until you got a snack, just like exactly. Scooby snacks. Um, another thing I thought was cool is um, there is a Jaws board game that is at Target now, so that's yeah, cool. I want that. Uh, yeah, um, I might go buy it after we record. So, and then I checked out no. uh, Nightmare Cinema. Have you guys heard of that? Uh, no. Kind of a uh, kind of an anthology ish. Um, uh, I saw you're uh, watching that. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, um, Mickey Rourke's in it. He plays the projectionist. Oh, who's kind of like the yeah, kind of like the uh, like the crypt keeper. I guess he's kind of the the ringleader of the stories or whatever. But it's basically there's five stories and they're all directed by different people. Uh, Joe Dante did one, who of course did Gremlins and he did The Howling. Uh, Mick Garris, um, he wrote Critters 2 and Batteries Not Included, and he directed Sleepwalkers. Mm-hmm. And then he's got his awesome, own podcast. By the he's way. One that just so good. Stephen King. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not going to pronounce his first name, but it's uh, Katamura. Um, I, I believe he's from Japan. Um, he directed The Midnight Meat Train and Versus. Um, David Slade, uh, he did Hard Candy, 30 Days of Night, and he did the. Uh, uh, the Black Mirror movie, the band, Bandersnatch, oh, yeah. the Choose Your Own mm-hmm. Adventure. And then um, Alejandro Bru, 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 let's see, B-R-U-G-U-E-S. Yeah. We're all too country for that. Sure. He directed... Okay, cool. He directed One of the Dead, which was kind of a zombie comedy. So, um, it re- was released last weekend, um, to limited cities. Obviously Tennessee didn't get as showing, I don't know about New York. Maybe you might check it out. Um, but yeah, it was pretty good. I was, uh, I was surprised. Um, I was kind of hoping with that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of pedigree being the ones directing that maybe get a bigger release or something, mm-hmm. but, um, cool. definitely looks like something shutter would pick up. Um, for sure. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's on Shutter by the end of the year. So, um, so yeah, so that's new stuff. Um, sorry if we missed something. I'm sure we did. Um, yeah, I know there's something I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> if I forgot yeah. something, oh, we I'm need sorry. you to run this software because I don't <laughs> understand my, it. So <laughs> you can't. You can't be <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. So we are now to the fun, funnest, <gasps> the funnest part of the episode. Yay! And now, 
another exciting edition of Lena's Fun Facts, brought to you by Lena Harrington. All right, take it away. Thank you, Eli. Uh, the topic I'm bringing y'all tonight is fun facts about the most Swedish of traditions. I thought that was a tongue twister. Midsummer Festival. <laughs> yeah, I figured doing a little bit of research about this fest, you know, get us ready for next week for Midsummer. Uh, I'm going to put you off in a little crash course, a little 101 <laughs> on Midsummer. <laughs> so let's do this. Allow me to paint y'all a picture. It's mid-June, which it kind of actually is late June, I guess. Uh, school is out and nature has burst into life. It seems like the sun <laughs> never sets. In fact, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, which I didn't know is a real thing. In the north the northern part of Sweden, sun doesn't set during this time of year. Uh, in the south, it only does for an hour or two. So this calls for a celebration to welcome summertime and the season of fertility. This time of year is something that people look forward to, especially during the long Scandinavian winters. All right. Midsummer is a holiday devoted to eating, drinking, dancing, and assorted pagan rituals. To the Swedish people, it is second in importance to Christmas. Swedes like the world to be well-ordered, so Midsummer's Eve is always a Friday between June 19th and June 25th, which it just happened. So June 24th was um, Midsummer's Eve. It's pretty cool. Um, Swedes are fairly attuned to the rhythms of nature. At midsummer, many begin their five-week annual holidays, and everyone is in a hurry to get things done uh, during the short summer season. On the day before Midsummer's Eve, everyone leaves town, closes shop, and the streets are just deserted. But uh, on the other hand, the main roads are packed with cars um, stretching into the distance. And at the end of the road, family and friends wait among the silver birches in full shimmering bloom. Midsummer's Eve is typically celebrated in the countryside, surrounded by birch trees, flowers, and water. And I have to say, while I was researching this, all I could think about was the it's trailer, like and this all just creeped me out. Think <laughs> about that. I know exactly. It's like it's been it's been ruined for me. <laughs> I'm never going into this. Um, it's an occasion for um, large gatherings. Many Swedes take advantage of it. Um, to fulfill their social obligations so they can enjoy the rest of the holiday in peace. Whole families gather together to celebrate this high point of summer. So, people often begin the day by picking flowers to make crowns for their heads and wreaths to place on the maypole, which is a key component in the celebrations. Um, and some say is a phallic symbol, but that's not like... Yeah. Totally. I don't know if that's true or not, but if you really look at it, it kind of looks like it. I'm just saying. Uh, then it's time for a leisurely lunch. A typical midsummer menu features pickled herring, boiled potatoes uh, with sour cream and chives, served with a cold beer um, or chilled schnapps uh, accompanied by drinking songs. Pretty cool. Um, after lunch, the maypole... Uh, I don't know if I already said this, is an ancient fertility symbol. 
uh, is raised in an open spot and traditional ring dancing ensues. One of the dances includes jumping like a frog called the little frog dance. <laughs> of course. Um, after dancing, strawberry cake is served with fresh strawberries and cream. Then they do some field day games uh, like apple bobbing and potato sack races. And then later in the evening is dinner, uh, which usually is a barbecue, beef, chicken, fish, etc. Um, after dinner, you can take a swim, have a quiet night, or hit the dance floor with some new friends. Uh, Swedes are typically a reserved people, but this night is an exception. <laughs> they get cracked. Um, Midsummer's Eve is a night for romance. Girls and young women are supposed to pick seven different species of flowers and lay them under their pillows at night. Um, and then, according to legend, their future husbands appear to them in a dream. Um, people also thought that plants were especially magical on this night, and supernatural beings were at their most active, which made it a perfect time to collect healing plants and try to predict the future. Also, <laughs> rolling around naked in the dew on midsummer morning was said to be good for your health. Duly noted. <laughs> So uh, this all sounds great, and the video I watched about Midsummer uh, was from a website that was just the official website of Sweden, uh, and they had a video called Midsummer for Dummies, so I watched the whole thing, um, and it said the origins of the festival are unclear, but then they <laughs> casually mentioned that human sacrifices are a thing of the past. Don't worry. That's great. <laughs> Yay, everybody. Uh, yeah, come on down. Um, so for the end of my fun facts, I would like to close with a traditional um, Swedish drinking song. So please hold. I hope y'all I hope y'all can hear this. Take a drink. <laughs> oh my God. Yay! And that's one text. <laughs> Sorry, I was also so quiet. I was song, just like, whoever performed it sounded like a like queen cover band or midsummer drinking songs. It's awesome. <laughs> uh -huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then. I watched the trailer after I learned all this stuff and you know, they really, it's, they really stuck to it. Cause at one point they're like, Ooh, it's 9 oh, PM. The sun's like still out. To watch the movie. So yeah. like, mind so, blown like, you guys. More ready. <sighs> slightly more ready. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. More informed. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully slightly. Whoever checks out this Drawing episode will be super ready for that movie. That's right. <sighs> cool. Um, so I guess it's time to talk about I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> so I'm going to play our little audio interlude, and then we'll start talking about it.
right. So, yeah, we decided to talk about, I know what you did last summer. Um, so this was, uh, this came out um, not, you know, probably about a year after Scream. And um, obviously Scream started the trend of um, whatever you want to call it, new slashers or new 90s horror, whatever. Um, so studios were scrambling to find a hit like that. So they went to Kevin Williamson, who also wrote Scream. Lois Duncan. Um, Woo-woo. And the, <laughs> so I know what you did last summer was a book yes. from the seventies, um, which, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she wrote like a bunch of really, I, I knew scary, it was a book, cool. but I did not know it was kind from of suspenseful like, murdery books for teenagers, um, which is fun because those are kind of hard to find. Um, but yeah, rewatching this movie, it was like, Oh, this isn't like as intense as a lot of other movies were. You could tell that it was kind of written for mm-hmm. the appropriate age audience as like her book was written for. Interesting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and she, she hated the movie. Um, oh, no. um, mm-hmm. kind of the Stephen King syndrome, but yeah, uh, I, I guess they basically combined her book with the urban legend, the hook. And so it's not, uh-huh. it's not just straight down. Like the biggest thing, I guess they changed. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if you haven't read this book in the last 45 years, but um, <laughs> I guess in her book, they hit a, they hit a kid on a bicycle. Um, and then the movie, it's obviously the older, older gentleman that yeah. comes back. And, yeah. So stuff like that. Um, so yeah, the, I mean, my first, tidbit on this one is um, I don't think there was anyone hotter on the planet at, at, at that moment than Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. I don't mean physically, well, physically probably too, but I, don't, I mean like literally she was on Party of Five. She did, I know she did last summer. Um, she had, a, I don't know the last time she did music, but she had a music career in the 90s nice. and one of her songs was on the soundtrack. Uh, for the sequel, it wasn't on the originals on the sequel. Um, and I mean, I mean, I don't know. She was just the, the it girl for a while. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller kind of took her place. Um, cause Jennifer Love Hewitt didn't do a ton in horror mm-hmm. after that. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was on Buffy then she did. I know what you did last summer. And then they wrote a, part for her specifically for scream two. And then she of course went to the grudge. So like she's kind of the scream queen of the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. I, you know, I, think. I was thinking to myself um, as I was watching this, I was like, but that's tied into my next point, which is just, cast. it's that's three words. It says ridiculously <laughs> beautiful cast. <laughs> it's not only the two so. like women who are so beautiful and you have fragrance junior who was, you know, a guy. And then Ryan Felipe <laughs> who was the guy, but kind of like the bad boy guy just you're just so mm-hmm. pretty like no real high schoolers look like this <laughs> or like just just after high school kids it's right. like these people oh, yeah. are just quite beautiful <laughs> no no <laughs> and i guess uh so reese witherspoon had the had the chance to to be the jennifer love hewitt part and she passed mm-hmm. And then they gave it to Jennifer Love Hewitt. And 
the producers were asking like, well, who can we get to play whoever his name, Barry, I think is who he is. And, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, Oh, uh, my boyfriend mm-hmm. is blah, blah, blah. And so that's kind of how that happened. And um, she and Freddie Prince and Jr. Then, still you know, married, right after that, him and Sarah Michelle Gellar were in full <laughs> intention. So, um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was reading something on that. I, so obviously they met on the set, but they didn't like, date it was like two years later is when they finally like probably when they started doing scooby-doo i think is when they kind of start dating whatever um so it's set in new in north carolina and a lot of it's filmed there but some of it was filmed in california um i guess like the any if you see any of the scenes where there's like yeah i remember watching that and being like uh, there cliffs are and like cliffs really like big like, <laughs> you know like along that's the road like where they hit the guy that, that's, yeah that's <laughs> in california um they couldn't <laughs> yeah and then they're like there's we we can't pull that off in north carolina so um and um but it was also they so they started filming this in like the spring of 97 and it was released. Like, that I think, it, I think they said, I guess they just start to just finish fast track it because you know, from the, the very first day of rolling to the release, it was like oh, six okay. and a half months, which is just crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were just trying to get it in for Halloween. Um, <laughs> so it came out like October 15th or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah. So if someone else wants to chime in, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Well, I was going to say, you know, this is one of my favorite movies. And the part when they're <laughs> drinking and Ryan Felipe oh, is hanging out I the know. window with You're his like, alcohol, it makes it's me like, yeah. wince so bad Classic every time. Just where you're like, about to hit that dude. <laughs> yeah. I know. It kills me. It kills me. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh wow. Stuff like this though. It's like this movie and mm-hmm. Urban Legends. I don't know what year it came out, but uh 98. 98. It's just like such nostalgia. Like the opening, like not the opening credits, but all the stuff that happens before, like the music and all that. Man, it takes me back. Yeah. Well, it was weird because like when I started, I was going to watch this last night, but um it's not on a streaming. It's on one thing, but it's like, I, I don't know. It wasn't acting right. So instead of pulling out my VHS copy, I was like, screw it. I'll just do this from memory. Um, I, I thought the intro was the intro for urban legend. And so I'm sitting there like, well, that's like, it's the, it's the guy in the, the truck and he goes to the yeah, gas station. like, you know, and I was like, no, that's a diff. That's, that's, that's way off. And so like I YouTubed it. And I was like, Oh, right. That's different. But yeah, they all came, you know, scream was 96. This was 97. Urban legends was 98. Um, I still know what you did last summer was 99. So they all just kind of went in sequence, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they all kind of, they all kind of look the same. Um, oh. They're, I, I did not know this until I Googled this movie. Um, there was a second sequel. <laughs> of course, yeah. um, It came out like 06 or 07. Um, yeah, um, I, I'll always know what you did last summer. Yeah. What? And, um, <laughs> and it, I, think it, I think it's the same premise, but obviously no, no one involved is in that one. Uh, um, yeah. But I, I had no idea. I mean, 
a, a lot of the stuff like that, I, at least I'm, you know, I have a knowledge of it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to watch that, but I know what it is. This one, I just had no clue. I had no idea there was a second. Same, sequel. yeah. That blows my mind. It's like the, I don't know, the wrong term movies. I'm a sucker for those. Like, <laughs> no one from the original yeah, is any are, of I the I like what rem- you said the, about Not remakes, nostalgia. but the, I was, the other ones that came out. I was allowed to watch yeah. movies that were not, that were PG-13 before I was 13. So it was not something that I was aware of when it actually came out. But I feel like I saw it. I must have seen it on MTV or at a friend's house. Or something like that, but I was always a couple years behind, like the cool, the cool kids what they were watching. <laughs> but I, I do remember seeing this and thinking, you know, you're at a sleepover. It's a perfect sleepover movie. You know, there's cute boys, there's killers, but it's not too <laughs> gory. Uh, like a fun mystery. Like it, these kind of movies were made, yeah. I think, for like yeah. teenage sleepovers. <laughs> it's they're perfect. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was going to, um, well, while I'm Googling this in real time, um, I did think it was cool. Um, I got sidetracked typing. Sorry. Um, (laughs) they like, they meet up on, on Dawson beach and, you know, Kevin Williamson, he did Dawson's Creek, so it was kind of a nod to that. <laughs> um, yeah, so this was back in the day, and I mean, if somebody gave me, I mean, I don't want to say a million bucks, but just whatever, a hundred grand to quit my job and write a book, I would probably, I have a lot of like kind of pop culture ideas, but yeah. one of them is like just movie soundtracks, because there was a time where the oh, movie yeah. soundtrack was just as important as the movie. Yes. You know? And mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know anyone that can watch Batman forever and not think mm. of kiss from a rose. Uh, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. a lot of, and, and this one, I mean, um, let's see, typo negative, the offspring L seven soul asylum, uh, yeah. tell the wet sprocket, our lady peace. And oh. <laughs> are all on this. That's very um, actually there's a band called coolest shaker. And all I know about them is the lead singer is the son of Haley Mills from the parent yeah. yeah um it is um oh, yeah but they do a cover of uh hush the deep purple song and uh toad the wet sprocket does hey bulldog which is the beatles um so um so yeah i mean that's freaking banging soundtrack and um like i said on the sequel um jennifer love you had had a song on it um yeah but yeah i think Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, no, um, <laughs> I had to Google this because I was like, I wonder what year it was. She was on Boy Meets World. The, oh, and then there was Sean funny. episode and it was uh, February 98. So not long after this movie came out. After that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was right before. Um, so 98, she did. Um, um Oh shit! I just went blank. Um, can't hardly wait. It's the it's the teen movie. She's she can't hardly freaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, not she's yeah. all that. No. She's yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue. Can't hardly can't wait. Hardly wait. Yeah. Thank you. I, I know it's it's the name of a song. It's a replacement song, and I was like, "Fuck! What is mm. the name of that?" Anyways, so that was ninety eight. 
and then 99 was the sequel, but then she also had the, uh, that was a year that they did the party five spinoff with her character. So 97 and 99, like I said, she was ginormous. Um, but, um, yeah, I was, I mean, kind of my big thing is to me, it seems like it's more of a, a straight ahead slasher or straight ahead kind of a horror movie. It, um, I thought about like that too, it was I remember it being violent. Like, someone gets hit um, by a car and all these people get slashed, and, and then you watch it and there's not a lot of blood at all. You don't really see a lot of the kills actually happen. Um, yeah. The, the director, I think he did that on purpose. Like, yeah. they... I think the scene where the sister dies, they were like, we need something more. And all he did was, I think you see the blood on the mirror or something. Um, But like, I don't know, like the scene where he's like dragging the body out on the hook and just the way it's all turned and contorted and stuff. I mean, it's like, holy shit. So, so I think, um, yeah, I think scream. I mean, it's pretty, it's neck and neck, I guess. Um, Yeah. I guess Scream, like the very first, you know, Drew Barrymore, I mean, I guess you do see her get cut, but then you don't really see him cutting her guts out. You just kind of see her hanging there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like um, I'd probably have to watch them both back to back. And I think, have a at least for me anyway, the stuff that I remember just, from When I think of that one, it just, rem- it just seems like it's more um, killed. It's a little the bit weird more violent. It's kind of stalking um, behavior. And I think it's like as a girl that was something that I was probably much more aware of like watching a movie like this was you know when Helen when the killer cuts off her hair while she's asleep um and which is terrifying like and that's it's terrifying and like when Jennifer Love Hewitt is getting the letters at college like how does this person know where I am to me that stuff was so much terrifying some guy with a hook like walking around and seeing that person it was just like that that icky feeling that this person is following you it's in mm-hmm. your room, cut your hair off. Like, Oh, I just thought that that was just really, really scary. And that's the stuff that sticks with me about this movie is they seem to really get what was scary for different people. Interesting. I think we're really used to seeing just people getting slashed apart, but the stuff that's actually scary to, you know, to build up that suspense is a little bit different. So, I don't know. That's what oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I think any time you can kind of make it a real life situation, um, I think that's kind of you're blurring the line a little bit. I was reading one of them. It was either um, Freddie Prince Jr. or Ron Philippi. I think it's um, Freddie Prinze Jr. He's, he seems like more of a uh, slide my DMs kind of a guy. <laughs> Not in a bad way, but the, the guy that played the, the killer with the fun. hook, he, oh gosh, he DM'd him on Twitter so two years ago. I bet he looked at it for a few, like, <laughs> and I think he just said all it said was I know or something like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's so good. And, um, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, he he said that was incredible. Um, brilliant. Yeah, it was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, but 
because that would have that would have been the 20th anniversary. Yeah. You know? I think but, it's yeah, slightly it's yeah. But yeah, so that's the cool thing is that the movie is yeah. set in the summer. Um, I guess I guess like that when they actually have the accident that's yeah maybe july, right? maybe it's like 4th of july the first mm-hmm. time whatever or, they're doing yeah, maybe it's like that same day. i'm not sure but it's around that time yeah. maybe you're right i think yeah, it may be a day or two before and then they have that, that killer in the crowd that's what oh my god that's scary she looks so cute her seashell and she's like there's a killer no one's listening yeah oh my god so stressful yes in the seashell. Yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah. And and that's I think that was the shocking thing was like, like with Ron Philippi, he he wasn't a big name yet, so like him dying, it was just kind of like whatever. But like Sarah Michelle Geller, like you'd seen her on Buffy mm. for you know two or three years by that point, and um, so it's kind of like the. I guess oh. I guess it's kind of like Psycho, you know, killing off the main so or one of the most recognizable so people. And, yeah, that's her part, um, but her whole sequence, her just, that whole that really like, chase me thing. For some reason, then, I don't know. I think you know, you know she gets out I of the building she, and she's almost to the crowd. And uh, gosh, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. No one sees. Yeah, yeah. that's that's some. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, getting murdered oh, in public like so that, hard. where you're 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 scream away from safety, and you, I mean, that's yeah. just yeah. That's like uh, it makes you think of trick or treat. That one sequence, uh, <laughs> almost there. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 just really good filmmaking. Oh yeah. Um. um but yeah, I mean, kind of piggybacking mm-hmm. on this. I mean, I'm I'm excited for Stranger Things because it's set in the summer and. Um, I've enjoyed the first two, kind of the fall and season two. Obviously, it's around Halloween. They dress up like Ghostbusters and all that stuff. But kind of seeing what they do with 80s stuff in the summertime instead of the fall, I think it would be cool. Um, Yeah. So, And um, piggybacking off of that, American Horror Story, summer of 84, they're doing. Yeah. So it's a whole year of eighties, you guys. Take me back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think that comes out in September. So, mm-hmm. um, so with I know what you did last summer. It was released theatrically on October seventeenth, nineteen eighty seven. Received mixed reviews from critics, but was commercially successful, grossing seventy two million dollars domestically, remaining number one for three weeks. Grow, uh, going to gross an additional $53 million in other markets, making for a total of $125 million worldwide on a budget of $10 million. What? Yeah, so, excuse me, $17 million. Mm. Um, so that's that's a pretty good return yeah. on investment. Heck yeah. Um, and uh, it's... Um, you know, they've, they've kind of, uh, I don't want to call it parried or what parodied, but, um, you know, it was on, um, well, they kind of spoofed it in scary movie, uh, (laughs) which they spoofed a lot of stuff. Um, the, uh, Simpsons Treehouse of horror. I think it was part 10. Um, the episode was called, I know what you diddly did (laughs) with Ned Flanders as the killer. Um, so good. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was popular enough to get out into pop culture and people riff it and stuff. So, um, so yeah. yeah. So I, 
I think this one's one of the best of the nineties. Um, I totally agree. Um, I think urban legend may be a better story just tying in all, you know, urban legends obviously, but I think the cast of this one seals the deal. So I, I kind of oh, put yeah. it a little bit higher than urban legend, but they're both really good. I know that's, that's a hard one for me. Cause I, I have them neck and neck, but. You love them. Know, you man. love them both. I love them both. I do. And like, I did want to throw this in the beginning uh, sequence of this movie where the camera's kind of going over the water always makes me think of Lost Boys, mm-hmm. which is always at the top. Always. Yeah, I wonder if they did that on purpose. I know. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. So. Maybe. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, um, Kayla had to drop off. Um, I think she had a, I think she had a computer glitch. So, um, so that's fine. We're about done anyway. That's right. Um, so yeah. Um, Do you, do you have, yeah, we're the final girls. Um, do you, I can't remember. Did you say you have shout outs? Uh, I don't this week, but you do. Yeah. Um, let's see. So these are, I think most of these are just like recent, follows like we followed each other so um um wow actually had more than i thought geez okay <laughs> um so i'll just go through these real quick okay. um darkest before dawn podcast that is a horror podcast um there's not very much of an explanation on their instagram so uh it's just darkest underscore before underscore dawn underscore podcast uh in their link it's to spotify so i I assume it's at least on spotify um alone in the dark podcast uh it's a horror film podcast hosted by mike and maddie not to be confused with natty natty (laughs) um it's it's maddie um they are just alone in the podcast or alone in the dark podcast um, behind the counter podcast before Google social media or IMDB. There were the guys behind the counter, um, brought to you by pizza planet, uh, video rentals and collection therapy. Ooh. So that's right up my alley. There's a bunch yeah. of VS- VHSs on their account. So that's just singing to me. Very cool. Um, that is, um, just behind the counter podcast. Um, Terror Trio podcast, official Instagram of your favorite Terror Trio. Um, they actually just interviewed Allie, who is a wrestler. She was in Impact, and now she's on AEW, oh, so cool. that's kind of crossing crossing the bridge with me. Yeah, there's um, our, our wrestling plug. Yeah, um, I mean we had to we had to make it work with KB. Going, I know. So. Um, so that's uh, Terror Trio podcast, um, Death List podcast, the original fan-driven podcast that is dedicated to ranking the best of the horror genre. Um, says their latest episode is Werewolves and Vampires, so they are Death List podcast. Um, I want to say that we shouted these guys out before, but if we did, cool, you get a second <laughs> shout out. Um, Bumbleblet podcast. It is a weekly true crime comedy podcast. We dig deep on serial killers, cults, murder, paranormal, or anything interesting. Um, Bumble butt podcast. So that's, butt like you're sitting on B U T T Bumble butt podcast. Um, I think we did this one too, but we're just giving out doubles here. Um, scream, scream, scream Queens podcast. Um, join your final girl and soul survivors. They cruise to their destination and talk about your favorite scary movies. Um, I lost it. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Um, that's just Scream Queens podcast on Instagram. So all those usernames are 
in Instagram, by the way. I don't know if I said that or not. Um, so yeah, check those guys out. Uh, most of those are horror. Um, one of them is kind of a true crime horror-ish. Um, so yeah. And we do have some, we will be getting some more guests coming. Um, it's probably going to be towards the end of the summer, but um, there's some big ones. There's some, there's some pretty big ones. Um, so, Any chance? Um, <laughs> Um, I don't know. If I know. Mm, no, it's I'll okay. probably tell it's you. After, after you off. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we lined up some people, but then everything just got kind of busy. So, um, hopefully, maybe August or September, we'll start getting some of them rolling in. So, yeah. So yeah. So that's all I've got. Yeah. Um. Do you want to do Kayla's job and oh, do the social media? Stuff? Yes. Uh, you can find us at Music City Horror um, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and we're also got Facebook going on, Music City Horror. Find us on there. Check out our website, musiccityhorror.com. Um, do we still have a phone number you can call? Um, Maybe. It's I on mean, the website. Yeah, I'll, it's it's six one five uh, five three eight seven four seven four. Um, Call it. Literally, no one's ever. Yeah, no <laughs> one's ever called that number. You can um, be the first. But you can go to anchor.fm and search for our show and record a message yeah. there, and we'll get it. Yeah. Um, or <laughs> you can download the app um, and listen to all the shows there, and then record a voice message there. And we, we put one on, uh, an episode or two back. Someone left a, a message. So, um, so if you want to, then that's a cool way to yeah. get on the show. Um, but, uh, yeah. Okay. And then, um, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you want to check, um, on our website, we have shirts available. Um, we do have a, just a standard logo shirt, but we have some cool like alternate designs. One's a, uh, one is like a John Carpenter one. One's uh, like a Jason mask, but it's like in the American flag. So it's kind of a 4th of July thing. So, um, so yeah, but we've got the prices marked lower than what you're going to find most places. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that kind of helps us out. Puts, puts money yeah, back in our get, pockets. Get so. you a shirt, tag us on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. We post it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, we got about one minute, and we're at the one hour I know, mark. So. There is it. Uh, stormy where you are right now. Um. It's kind of lightning thundering here, so it's like perfect podcasting weather. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Ooh. No, it just it's no. It oh. Doesn't look that bad. Over okay. Here. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Geography's weird. weird. So, um, well, cool. Well, that's all for this episode. And um, hopefully when we get back, we'll have some, if not a full review for Stranger Things, at least a couple episodes in and um, maybe Midsummer and Annabelle. Yes. You know, all that good stuff. So. Yes, yes. So, yeah. So that is it. And we will see you guys Thanks later. for listening. Bye. Bye.